0: The Dadbod Project is here to help educate and inspire Aussie to reclaim their physical and mental strength. This is the Dadbod Project. The Dadbod Project. Dad Project. The Dadbod Project podcast episode 18, I think it is, and a little bit different today because we were, there was a couple of interviews we were meant to put in the bank, and due to a bunch of things and particularly at our end at school holidays shout out to everyone happy school holidays we weren't able to do it so our genius producer dean suggested let's do an episode where we answer the questions that we've received across our socials in the last few months and if you do want to ever send a message to us instagram tiktok email info at the dadbobproject.org or via the website Uh, So there's a bunch of questions that we've got that are really interesting. Some of them I've seen, some of them I haven't. So we're doing this on the fly, which I don't like to do, so hopefully I don't make too much of a dick of myself. Um, And I must preface this. I'm going to say every time I'm not an expert in any of these fields and I'm just sort of, I guess, relaying the messages that we've learnt from our work with experts and just Aussie blokes. I don't know if you can see here, my son has just put this one up. It says, boys rule. We've got... uh, that was in his bedroom. He's hung that up in mind and put that as a backdrop today. So, boys rule. Uh, so we'll just go. I think just piece by piece. Dean's going to put them on the screen. I'll read them out, and then we'll answer them as best as we can. And hopefully, we provide some reasonable content. We've got some ripper guests coming up too. Some um, insightful guests that come high-profile guests, but they'll speak about things that are not that you don't know them for too. So. That's, uh, look out for that in the coming weeks. And thanks, if you've stuck with us from episode one through to now, we really appreciate it. Um, everyone that works for the DadBod Project donates their time. And what's happened with us is that, you know, we had a lot of our – uh, the people that contribute here were in the fields of entertainment and events. So we didn't have a lot to do over a couple of years, whereas now everyone's back to work. So it's it's been a lot harder to just do all the stuff around everything from just creating artwork to um, having our personal trainers answer messages and all those sort of things. But um, we're uh, in it for the long haul, folks, and thanks for sticking with us. All right, uh, the first one, we've had a few questions around the DadBod Challenge that we've got happening at the moment, and the DadBod Challenge has – um, I mean there are a few challenges we run throughout the year and we will be doing the challenge that we ran last Father's Day again where you're posting some video of doing some sort of exercise with your kids like we did last year and we had everyone from Richard to Gary Ablett to Shannon Noel to, you know, a lot of country music stars, a lot, like all sorts, of, all sorts of cats and just regular Aussie dads doing stuff with their kids, which was brilliant and highly entertaining. So we'll do that again. But we run a, a few other things throughout here year as well. And the one at the moment is the Run to Sydney Challenge. And this one, uh, Matthew Richardson, who um, is essentially a, a face and, a um, you, you know, a, does some – he's a real – I don't even know what the best noun for Richo is as far as the Dad Belt Project goes, but he's had a lot to do with putting this together and does a lot of great work. And he really walks the talk as well. So he came up with this one, which is – run a 1,000 kilometres, which is basically Melbourne to Sydney, give or take, over 365 days. So it's one of those ones that sounds great and sounds a bit daunting, but it's actually less than three kilometres a day. So the reason we sort of jumped on this was because most challenges are 14 days. This one is 365 days. So it's a good opportunity to instill some habits and a routine that is long-term. And the other thing is it's not overly hard to get your head around, right? you just got to run... 2.7 2.7 kilometres a day on average. So if you miss a day, it doesn't matter. You'll just make it up because you will miss a day, right? You know, you will have something on, you know, whether it's one day out of seven or whatever, so you can easily make it up. Um, and the other thing is too, if running's not your thing, it doesn't necessarily matter either because you can walk it. You can walk some of it, run some of it, run some days, etc. The main thing is that you're just actually doing it and that you're doing it over the course of the year. And there's also just the mental health benefits to running as well. If you want to share your progress with us, we want to hear from you because it's a great way for us all to be connected and it's a great way for us all to do this together, which is part of the reason I guess we're doing it. And we don't endorse any particular app. If you want to use an app, um, there's probably already one on your phone. Um, And things like Nike Run Club, I've noticed a lot of our guys are using. So that's a good way to track your uh, progress over a day, a week, um a month and then over the course of the year. So things like that are good. And you can just share that with us via our Instagram page, which is how most people seem to be reaching out to us. But there is also the website, there's the email, um, and TikTok as well, if you're on TikTok folks. All right, so I'm going to read through a few of these other ones. What's the best thing you've learned from the podcast? Jeez, that's a ripper, isn't it? Um every, every episode has a lesson and that's why we're doing it. You know, we've really tried to create short and punchy content uh off the top of my head trip lanier was awesome because you know he's really experienced in this i think that's episode five and he just really around that idea that i think a lot of blokes feel like if they get to a certain point then everything's going to be okay if i get this job if i get this chick if i get this pay rise um my marriage isn't good, but it will suddenly be good, all that stuff, and then everything will be okay, and it doesn't work like that. You know, there's no point that you get to where everything's fine. Uh, that conversation is really good. The conversation around alcohol is really good. Because, um, I mean, if this a conversation that Aussie blokes need to have, then it probably is that, and there are real – it's not as simple as you may think the alcohol um, conversation either. The dating episode with uh, Damien Deeker was really interesting too because it's not just about some great tips around, uh, I guess, managing online dating in particular, but also, you know, he talks a lot about masculinity. He's a guy that's worked with a lot of guys and guys that are struggling a bit, so he has some great lessons there. Gus Warland was awesome. Um, and the thing I love about Gus, and that's where uh, Gus's work really resonates with what we do with the Dad Bond Project, is that Gus isn't trying to change men and I think there's a lot of general rhetoric around this space that sort of has like saying oh well, now you know we get all cuddly we get all teary we do all that stuff and it's like well you're allowed to do that stuff and you can do that stuff we, we can we can be equipped with that stuff but that's added on to what we're already doing and that we can still just muck around with our mates we can still get on the beers with our mates we can still be dickheads with our mates we don't have to change who we already are and I think that's an important lesson, because I think a lot of this conversation gets a little bit, a little bit lardy da. Um, probably, I think the best one was probably, or my favourite, or one that's close to home really for me was our conversation with Richo, where we spoke about our dads that followed really similar trajectories. And I think it's a really important part of this conversation where we talk about what our dads have done well and what our dads didn't do so well, and what those lessons are for us to make ourselves better. Um, and just things around, you know, men of a previous generation weren't told necessarily that looking after their health was any sort of priority. Whereas, you know, so we're probably doing that better now, or at least we're having this conversation here. So we probably are doing better. Maintaining their relationships with their mates as they aged is a really interesting one because a lot of blokes of a previous generation didn't do that. And that's a challenge for us, particularly once kids come along or you leave free or whatever else. So I think that's a really, really, really important conversation. And, um, for everything that we're doing here. And I think, too, just the commitment to being lifelong learners was an interesting one because a lot of men of a previous generation were told, work hard, get really good at one thing and then you're going to be fine, and then the world changed and they weren't able to change with it. And so I think that's really a lesson for us is to just make sure that we're still trying to get a little bit better every day learn something as we keep going. And... Um, you know I think that's that's a real pillar to what we're doing at the, the DadBod Project. Uh, next one, Dean, what's can you summarize what the DadBod Project does in one sentence? <laughs> Probably not. Um, I mean look our you know we have free content around diet training and mental health. I think what it is, if I can summarize is let's just let's take control of ourselves and let's try and get a little bit better every day. And knowing that it's that whatever we do might not even work, but if we can do something or we can do nothing, so let's do something. And and again, it comes back to what I was just saying about a lot of the content in this area is it's very fluffy. It's just a little bit. It's just a little bit la la la. It's a little bit cuddly. And Aussie blokes want solutions, right? We want practical solutions that say, okay, here's a problem. How do I fix it? Now, a lot of the things we're going to do aren't necessarily going to fix it, but at least we'll give it a rouse. And that might be walking 2.7 Ks a day. It might be neatening up your diet. It might be whatever those, you know, any of the stuff we talk about. It might be meditating. It might be weight training. It might be whatever else. So if we can just get little snippets with our free content that just say, okay, I'm going to try this to see if it works for me to get a little bit better every day. Then I think that's probably our end goal to change the statistics in this country around men's mental health. Uh, I can't find an exercise I like anymore. Okay, that's an interesting one. And, again, I'm not um, necessarily qualified. But it's, without being too negative around it, I think a lot of people, then you find the thing that you hate the least, might, might be one thing. But it doesn't have to be challenging. And I think the thing we found with a lot of guys, it's not actually doing it, it's the starting it. And, again, that's why this current challenge is awesome because it's really, well, all you've got to do is go for a walk. So, you know, it's, we don't have to overthink it necessarily um, and you can do something else while you're doing it. So I think it's just find that thing that, you know, that doesn't seem like too much of a hurdle and just start it. It's, again, it's not the doing it, it's the starting it. Walk 2.7 k's a day, see how that goes. And If that doesn't work, well, then there's plenty of other uh, options for you, and we'll provide most of that content here if we can. Uh, how do I get my kids involved? Awesome, because that's uh if you've uh, participated in the challenge that we started last Father's Day and that we'll do again this year, then that's really what it's all about. Uh, kids don't do what you say; kids do what you do, and you're modelling that behaviour. And even you've got kids that are a bit young or kids that are a bit teenagerish that don't want to do it with you, you are still modelling that behaviour when you get up and run first thing in the morning or whatever you're doing. So I think that's really important. So even if you can't involve your kids, the fact that you're doing it and they're seeing you doing it is probably more important than we realise as dads. But where you can get your kids involved, I mean, again, it's not what you're doing, it's just the fact that you're doing it. So whatever that is, and that might be the monkey bars. If you've got young kids, it might be just kicking the footy in the street or whatever it is. So um, I reckon don't overthink it just be there and do something keto we get a lot of questions about keto Um, so that's the ketogenic diet and again I'm not a nutritionist Um, I personally tried it I fucking hated it it did um, I just felt sick and it didn't work I had a mate that I did it with at the same time and he absolutely it it worked for him. He ripped up, and he's a bodybuilding sort of cat. He's still he still maintained a good chunk of his muscle. He's ripped as fuck. And now he's doing uh intermittent fasting, and um, it's absolutely working for him. So, probably the lesson there, uh, and we might we've got a nutritionist coming on, we might bring up keto um in the coming episodes. Someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Um but the lesson is like everything. It's like when we talk about meditation or weight training or what particular diet or all that stuff. There is never a one-size-fits-all. Give it a go. The only thing with keto, if you are going to do it, you have to do it properly. Um, you can't half do keto, which is one of the challenges to it. But it does work. The thing we learned when we did it is that fat doesn't make you fat. And a very high-fat diet, if you're not having any of the carbohydrates and very low protein, uh, you'll find uh, that most of the time you will lose weight. What what do you think the link between diet and mental health is? Look, that's a good answer. I personally think that is the next phase of the conversation around diet and mental health. I reckon that's where we're headed. I hope that's where we're headed. In that, the link between our diet now and how that's affecting our mental health, I reckon, is a bigger thing than most of us talk about. So that's a really interesting one. And I think, and again, not being an expert, what we're trying to do around our three pillars around diet training and mental health around making ourselves better, we know that if you're in better shape physically, you're going to be in better shape mentally uh, or at least give yourself a better chance, which is sort of what we're doing here at the Dad Bond Project. Um, Where does alcohol fit in in this conversation? Yeah, this is massive and... um, I said to, I think it was episode three, with Professor Emmanuel Kunch, who is Australia's sort of preeminent expert on our whole Australia, and he advises state and federal governments around policy. Um, he doesn't have a cure for a hangover, by the way, so if that's what you're after, don't listen to that episode. Uh, his cure for a hangover was don't get pissed in the first place. So uh, I was highly disappointed with that revelation. Um, but it's, gee, it's, it's a... Issue that I don't think I've even got my head around because, you know, there is value in going out and having beers with your mates and fucking about and being a dickhead. Um but it's not good for you. So, and this is the problem with the conversation with alcohol in Australia, is that the pro-alcohol movement doesn't tell you alcohol's a foul tasting poison that causes 200 cancers. And the anti-alcohol movement doesn't tell you getting pissed with your mates can be pretty fun. So Yeah, it's a a conversation I think we need to really get better at. And again, you know, we spoke about this when we spoke about our dads. You know, a lot of us are not drinking on a Tuesday afternoon like our dads would. You know, you call in for a counter meal at lunch and have a couple of seven-ounce beers and, you know, it was really part of our lives. Our drinking habits have changed. But we're certainly still, a lot of us, a lot of folks we speak to are still, you know, genuinely binge drinking, and that comes with challenges as well. And and, um, Emmanuel Talks about that in the episode as well, just in terms of the short and long term risks there. So yeah, it's um, it's a really dicey one, and it's one that I personally am still trying to get my head around in terms of getting better at. Um, you know, I don't know that you can sort of manage alcohol to an optimum degree, but you've just got to. I think we've just got to be aware, and I think we've got to have the conversations. So I think we've got to have the conversations. Likes have got to have these conversations with one another. You know, ask them how they're going with their drinking, and check in on one another with their drinking. Um, honest conversations around alcohol—I don't think folks are having with one another. So they might be. Um, yeah, that—that that might be another one. Um, what's one lesson you've learned from doing the Dead Bond Project? I've learned a trillion lessons. As we enter our second year, and I don't know, the thing we found a a lot of men, a lot of men in Australia feel unheard now, and they feel really fucking lonely. Um, And I, you know, I think there are a few reasons why that is, and we go into that in some of our content. But I certainly notice when we with content that we're putting up on TikTok or whatever else, you know, we we might put up a tip around let's have wholemeal pasta instead of regular pasta today. Let's um, have lean beef mince and we can make a bolognese that's better. Here's here's how you do a proper squat. Here's how you work it into your routine. Here's how you try and meditate, um, you know, all those things. And, 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 you know, we are providing benefit there. But the posts that we put up that centre around Blokes just feeling like they're the only one going through this shit are the ones that absolutely resonate, and I, th- you know, so that's where we've probably altered our focus only a little bit, but although, uh, altered our focus a little bit at the DadBod project is that a lot of the men feel alone, and we need to tell them that you're actually not, mate. Um, how you feel is actually how your mates feel, um, and there, that's why we need to have those conversations with one another, and we need to get better at that. Um, so we change these statistics, I reckon. Folks, thanks again for sticking with us on this journey. I think we're 18 episodes in. And um, to to everyone that just gets involved as far as the Dadbob project goes, we really do appreciate it. We are entirely run by volunteers. And uh, all of us that work here really do believe in what we're doing, and we know we've made a difference. And, um, you know, we all uh, do this with the endeavour, that we're making a difference that we probably don't even know about. if you want to reach out to us, the.dadbob.com, project on instagram and tiktok um and it's the dad bod where you can message us there and info at the dad bod is our email so if you want to reach out with any of these questions or for any other reason or you just want to offer your assistance or you even just want to be on the podcast <laughs> then shoot us a message happy school holidays everyone we are off these couple of weeks because of school holidays and we're back wednesday july 13 with some cracking guests enjoy your school holidays uh if that pertains to you, and um, we'll see you soon. I'm off to run my 2.7k's.